And so I was like, okay, I'm never going to find my friends. And so that's when I got into a mosh pit before, like as it started, you know, the entire crowd rushes forward. Yeah. And so I was like, cool. And then like this guy's like, oh wait, I don't want to go to the mosh pit. He's like, go ahead of me. And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> just like use that as an escape yeah. to go forward. And I'm like, all right, now I'm like in the middle. The crowd's not moving anymore. I'm like, just jumped on someone's shoulders basically. And I just got crowd surfed to the front. What the hell? <laughs> That's so bad. And then I like looked around and I'm like, Ben! And he's like, hey, what? <laughs> he was in the fucking sky, in the air. Yeah, just in the air, like. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, as always. And in today's episode, we have Jordan Chris returning, as always, a fixture on our show. Today, we talk about music. And we really just kind of dive into everything that we listen to and what we like, what we currently like, what we don't like too, Jordan. Um, <laughs> and um, it was just a really fun conversation, super casual, and just, you know, chatting over beers, basically. So without further ado, everyone, no reason to take up more time than necessary. Let's get to today's conversation with Jordan Chris. And we're recording, Jordan. Full show. What's up, everyone? Yeah, this has been crazy. I guess the first thing we should say, even though this is like time warping in the future stuff and things, mm-hmm. but like, so we just released our shirt. It's 4-13-2019. We released our shirt earlier this week, and it's crazy, yeah. first of all. Yeah, they're so nice. It's so crazy. Um, I don't have one in yet, but the orders have been placed, and I just want to say it's weird to take a project that has existed in your brain and to kind of like... Make it tangible. Almost. Yeah, make it something you can wear and yeah. feel, and then to take it to the another level of like bringing it to other people. Right. Like if other people want to wear the thing that you've created, yeah, feels really weird. It's super cool though. <laughs> it's super cool. And then when people are like, "Oh, that looks like when you're wearing it," yes. like with uh, me and Nate in our Phil shirts. And stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I remember, um, I went to Kuma's. I think it was just me and Alex, and I was walking out. And this guy from inside runs out and he's like, hey, hey. And I'm like, who is this dude? He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, but where'd you get that shirt? <laughs> and I was like, actually, I was like me and my buddy, we have a rap group. We made it. He's like, can I like buy it? And I was like, yeah, I have some in my car. He's like, I don't have cash. Um, and then we went down and but I was like, that was really cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I mean? right. like it's cool. So also, like, that response. Good. You guys have re-released all of your music. Yeah, we did. Um so the thing, okay, so I'll give a little. Perfect, perfect segue into yeah. the music stuff we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with that, I kind of took a, a hiatus from music. One, it was expensive. Two, I just needed to like clear my head with stuff. You know what I mean? So I just took a step away. Um, and then funny, I found like the writing and stuff. And then I'm kind of like circling back into it. But Nate was still going full force. So he <laughs> was Nate like, does. yeah, so he's like, okay, so I'm just going to do a solo thing. And then like, if I want to do a solo thing and then we'll come back, like, like whatever we yeah. decide, you know what I mean? Um, so he has his album coming out soon. I won't give away too much with that because we'll have to get him on the show. Yeah. He, he wants to come on soon. So yeah, I'll let him do the talking on that part. I don't want to spoil that. Yeah. Um, so he's working on his stuff and then he's like, well, for promotion and stuff like that, we had all our previous music from filthy hands up on pretty much every streaming service. Oh wow. Um, we had took it down for a little bit cause we weren't putting out new material. So yeah. it's like just sitting there. And so doesn't it cost money like per month? Yeah. To... I forget how much it's not a lot, but it's it still, adds up yeah. If you're not getting placed. Yeah. I think that you can do like a yearly one or an, a uh, monthly one. Mm, okay. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I want to say it's like 50 a, mo- a year or something like that. So it's not a lot. Don't quote me. Something like that. Um, you can Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he took it down and now like ramping up for his album to come out. He's like, I'm going to put everything back up. Like, cause now we're going to start releasing right. material, even though it's like his half, you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. we're still two separate entities, even though we're filthy hands. Yeah. Right. Um, like I was still Chris and he was fiction. Now St. Ripley is the name he goes oh, by. Oh, that's what he's doing now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He changed his name. So it was like still two, like we had our own style, but then we kind of like blended them together to make filthy hands. Yeah. Um, I thought it was dope. I mean, I saw you guys live. Yeah. You guys had a good vibe together. Yeah. <laughs> man, I miss performing. I bet. Man, man. There's got to be nothing, you know, even though you're just playing on a small show, it's got to yeah. be like, like yeah. nothing ever experienced yeah, to dude, be on stage. The rush is like, 
And I can't, I can't imagine performing at like an arena. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. some of these guys are doing like festivals and like stuff like that. Like mega festivals yeah. where it's just like a, a seat. seat of people. Yeah. Like, did you see that video of DMX and it's like nothing but people for yeah. like miles? It looks like. like. I mean, I just watched like Kevin Hart on his special. Yeah. And like he's got an entire freaking stadium. Yeah, in London. They do like the freaking like up in the corner shot. Yeah. Like looking down in the center of the arena. It's yeah. just like you can barely see him. <laughs> I'm like how like the feeling that that has to be like all of these people are here for me yeah the fuck yeah and it's like I can't fuck up <laughs> cause fuck yeah right it's yeah, craziness it's, it's nuts and that's comedy I feel like that's a little di- I can that's one of the hardest things I was gonna say that's gotta even be more terrifying cause it's just yeah. you talking yep. about your life yeah and then you, and you gotta be funny so people aren't laughing you just gotta keep going and it's like just crickets you know what yeah. I mean? but like music it's like all right if people aren't feeling you you can just get through your set whatever yeah you're like just grooving the music just, yeah you're like i love these songs yeah. it doesn't matter if they don't love it or not yeah and, and, you can just, yeah, and you can like lose yourself in the song and then the set's over you know what i mean but like yeah. comedy especially if you're doing like like a full-length one i know like more amateur and stuff sets are a little shorter they're like 15 minutes tops you know what i mean yeah um, with someone like him where he's up there talking for an hour if he bombs and he's bombing for an hour you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah um, I mean you I mean that's why you take a long time to go through your stuff yeah. and make sure you got it <laughs> yeah, you know delivery. you know just just locked right in yeah. <laughs> yeah. otherwise you're gonna be you know you're, you're just gonna not be able to, to perform in right. any way I mean it's, it's such a crazy thing for me to like I've been thinking about like what does it take to make music kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. you know a little bit more yeah. about the nitty gritty than I do, but just thinking like you have to make, you know, record all the instruments, figure out the songs, figure mm-hmm. out how to sing the, like the poetry to yeah. the song. Yeah. And then you have to make sure it all sounds good together in all its right. own way yeah, so. in the studio. Then you have to transplant that to a live setting. And I was just like, okay, this is yeah, just, it's a lot, but <laughs> I can only speak from the, the rapping hip hop side. I can't speak from like a band you know right, because I mean? you have or, less of the instruments. Right, or like a, even a even like solo artists who just play multiple instruments. That to me has to be daunting because it's like you have to lay one track. You have to hear. Okay, first you have to hear it all together. If you're playing all the instruments, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, I forget his name, but like Secondhand Serenade. I forget his actual yeah. name or Trent Reznor. You know what I mean? Um, I think the guy from A Wall Nation. Did, oh, he, he he does a, he his first album. He did all his own instruments yeah that's isn't it crazy yeah you have to hear it all in your head yeah. and then lay it out so like i don't know the order i would assume drums usually come first yeah usually the drums lays so the, the rhythm lays stuff. the rhythm yeah and then it's bass then it's guitar slash rhythm guitar right and then it's possibly keyboard slash piano yeah. if you decide to do that and then it's all effects yeah. afterward then lyrics yeah it's like <laughs> dude. it's like making a cake yeah so like that's <laughs> tough that i can't speak on that um and that's extremely impressive. I always wanted to work with a band. Like I've always wanted to be like, I want to rap. Yeah. Almost like an Anderson Pack thing, but he's more jazzy. Like where mm-hmm. I do more of the rap thing. Yeah. I would love to do that. Um, I like the, the song, like a lot of the songs that like blend a lot of different styles together yeah. that don't seem like they wouldn't intuitively fit. Yeah. Like the rappers who can play with like full on ensemble. Like, yeah. Orchestras. <laughs> Not only even like orchestras, yeah. like just band, like rock music. Where yeah. It's like they still got standard drums going on. Like, Tim, like part of it is like, um, what is it? Travis Barker, how he mm-hmm. can play hip hop beats. Yeah. And it's like, how the hell yeah. do you play hip hop beats? Yeah. Well, that works really well. I will say, so yeah. I think it was Flocka. I don't quote me. I think it was Flocka did, did, uh, like did one of his songs to an orchestra. No, it's Chief Keef. It's Chief Keef. Chief Keef. Yes. What the hell? Yeah. And it was, it was sort of like an orchestra did a rendition of one of his songs and he like rapped to it. It was the weirdest thing, but it was like actually really We'll find dope. that in the show notes. Yeah. Up, because <laughs> that was, sounds crazy. It was really dope. So like you can literally blend anything if you try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Travis doing this thing. So I think rock and rap go really well together. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, and like the beats and stuff and like the structure just They're works similar. well together. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like Travis being like, well, I'm just going to like take a rap beat and put it on an organic yeah. drum set. It just works. And it's usually, it's just when really you dope. get into the crazy rap beats, yeah. that it doesn't work so well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it gets tough. Cause the but, drum um, machines are so perfect nowadays that it's just like, yeah. you don't need a person to do that. Right. Unless you're Travis Barker and you're just sick it's like that. Really good. <laughs> but it, those are one of the coolest things. A lot of artists now too are using like real, maybe not a full ensemble, but like, mm-hmm they're using real, they have real musicians playing behind them. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone like, I mean, 
for the most part, like bigger artists, I'd say like Drake and people like mm-hmm. them, his vibe is different. So he doesn't necessarily do that. But yeah, like, I mean, they came up with a different style too. Yeah. So they don't really have that right need for the, the blending of the instruments Ex- as much. Yeah. But like, I think Chance does it. I want to say that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I think Kid Cudi's newer stuff kind of has a blending. Yeah. Him and who is he with? Is he with Kanye? Yeah, the, the kids see ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kanye. Him and Kanye. I love those songs, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that that album is dope. They're talking about making a second one, but Kanye is. Kanye, we talk about Kanye a lot, <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I got an album coming out," and then he's always got an album coming yeah, out. Yeah, and then it's like years later, and then it yeah. comes out, and I'm like, "Why do you do that? <laughs> just if it's not ready. Just say it's not ready. <laughs> don't get everyone excited, and then you. <laughs> I know. Just don't say anything about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so weird for me too, because like. Every so often, I don't know if you're the same way, but uh, I'll go into like a music phase where I'm like just listening to a whole bunch of music, finding new bands. Mm-hmm. We're about to get into one yeah. that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, but it's like I've finally gotten to this point where it's like, okay, I need to be back in like a music phase because I use music as my way to concentrate. Yeah. When I like do my writing or working on stuff or just thinking without having background noise because I don't like to just like the silence. I don't like sitting in silence for yeah. some reason. That makes sense. Or I just I use it to read. Mm-hmm. It's usually like chill melodic stuff for me right right um but i'm like really back into the music and just like listening to music from like not really i guess artistically but also from like damn this is like there's something deeper in it than Mm -hmm. just the artistic part of it yeah and so there's the one i sent you earlier this week is yvette young yeah and her music so good it's crazy (laughs) so good so it's pretty i don't even know what the theme of it it's, mellow, melancholic. Yeah, nah, me- maybe not melancholic, but it's mellow. Me- it's mellow, like instrumental music, and yeah. some of it has words, some of them don't. A lot of it's her EP, the newest one, has just all piano based. Yeah, and it's so good. Yeah, she Captain had, is one of them. Ca- Dude, <laughs> so <laughs> you had told me to listen to her one night, and I didn't get to it, and then yeah. we we met up, and then you mentioned her again. I'm like, okay, if he's mentioning it, you know, how some people say, hey, listen to this, and never bring it up again. It's like, yeah. okay, maybe they just excited about that long song but you brought it up again and i'm like okay he must really think this person's dope so i went home <laughs> that night and uh, as i was getting some writing done i put her on and i captain was a song i put on first because you sent me the one song yeah the strings yeah it was, light and a stick or something I yeah a it's map, three, a map a something or something else yeah. whatever it was on her we'll have links to all this stuff yeah it was on her ep of the same name yeah um and there's two parts to that um yeah it sent me that one and then i just like looked her up on apple music and saw that it was called the piano ep pretty sure that's what it's yep. called and i was like oh that's one of my favorite instruments so i clicked the first song and it was captain and i'm sitting there writing and i realized that i'm not even writing anymore i'm just looking like <laughs> like what yo like her chord progression and stuff i'm like i can't even focus <laughs> on what i'm trying to do because this is so impressive you know what i mean yeah that's it's- exactly the moment i had i was driving to school on tuesday and yeah. the the way the captain like the it's like almost two songs in one yeah. Because the first half is like this really fast tempo piano, like chord, like rising. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it because I'm not even. Yeah, we don't know the terms. I but. don't know the terms, <laughs> yeah. but it's just freaking crazy. And yeah. I'm just like driving and I'm just like bobbing my head to the the, the feel of the music. Yeah. It's like, woo. It's so. So, so that's the first thing I heard. And then I go back and I listen to her other stuff. And then I find out she plays guitar and I'm like, oh, so she's like masterful at the piano, masterful at the guitar. Then I watched one of her videos and she's playing the violin. I'm like, all right, chill. <laughs> like relax, like save some for someone else. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's really cool. I listened to one interview where her talk and I listened to the whole thing, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, and just kind of hearing her talk about like how she comes up with songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, that is why I like music. And that's why I like all music. I'm not, you know what I mean? How some people have their genres or one, right. two or three genres. It's like, you can find impressiveness and like Anything. things to draw you in in any genre. It's all impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you think about it, mostly. That's <laughs> what, Country's not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone's out there yelling at them with <laughs> their phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only one I can't get into. I, I can't. Just, I don't know, man. All it just reminds me of like PBR and Coors Light. Yeah. And pickup trucks. And yeah. And it's like. My girl got, my girl dumped me. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I, not, not to say anything bad about country, but. No, we are. But. Let's <laughs> 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 call a spade a spade here. Right? <laughs> um, no, I mean, no, I've legitimately tried to like country. I've le- like legitimately I've sat and listened like Toby Keith and like some other big names, whatever. Zach Brown band. Yeah. And That's I was like just, the only one I can remember. Yeah. I do remember listening to Garth Brooks when I was like little, little. Yeah. 
But I mean, I haven't listened to yeah. it since like like and Johnny Cash is the only one that I actually liked, and that makes uh, sense. Yeah, but like the "I Will Make You Hurt" that mm-hmm. he did, awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, that's dope. But you link us music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. Really good, <laughs> but like honestly, that was like the only yeah. thing that I liked, and I really. So like, I'm not saying it's not impressive that they can actually. Like the instrumentation and stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. You can't take that away from anyone because you have to have talent. So we're yeah. not saying they're not talented, but I think it's just like it all kind of gets lost. You know what? I, I heard a good like retrospective piece on what the country music represents. Like it's not that it's like about the music per se. It's more that it's like a cultural thing. No. Yeah. It's yeah. more of like built around like the cultural identity of where the music itself comes from with like mm-hmm. in the South. Yeah. Since it's like every form of music kind of comes from a different area. Yeah. At least in the United States. So it's like the East coast is hip hop and you know, R and B like yeah. the, the first wave of that. And then I think jazz started in Chicago or yeah. became kind yep. of like jazz and Chi- blues. Yeah. The Chicago stuff. And then now country's kind of having its own cultural revival yeah. in the South right now because it's their, you know, it's the, their badge of honor, so to speak. So, right. so for us up here in Chicago, where we're kind of like this musical melting pot, mm-hmm. it doesn't really probably affect us as much. Yeah, yeah, we we get a little everything. <laughs> and we're such centrally located that it's like almost any band will, if you like a band, they'll probably get, get to make their way over here. Yeah. At some point. It's one of the biggest, <laughs> it's the third biggest, you know what I mean, in the nation. So yeah, I mean, we just have so many awesome venues out here, yeah. like House of Blues, mm-hmm. uh, Congress, uh, theater yeah and it's it's just crazy all the festivals that come through here right. and stuff yeah i mean music is definitely cultural that's for sure so I, that may be where some of the disconnect is i try to not i try to ignore that as much as i can it's hard sometimes because yeah. it's so deep like yeah. especially with country yeah yeah and maybe that's what it is maybe but i mean like i listen to some metal you know i mean not a lot and i, don't I like know. the more progressive metal or like new metal yeah where it's more melodic and like not, not as, the metallica stuff. yeah not not like as much about the you know, and you old people out there who love this metal stuff, they're like, you're just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're too young to understand. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, you're like, oh, you just don't like mosh pits and bloody faces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're, you're my, probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want to lose my teeth. I, yeah. I had braces. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, I was in the first mosh pit I've ever been in. Uh, this was probably like half a year ago by now. Ooh. Um, maybe even last year. Um, but it was to a Superboy concert. Um, he's a rapper from Chicago. Yeah. He's coming up. Um, damn, I want to say something, but I can't. Okay. <laughs> but he's dope. He's kind of, he's big, but not like super. so far removed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he has songs with trance and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but he also has songs with like some other local artists I know. Right. So if that makes sense. So he was in a group called hurt everybody and they were big in like 2011, um, they were like really getting popular, you know what I mean? Really, and they just had their own sound. It was like heavy. I don't want to say it had metal influences, but it was like yeah, it was hard. You know what I mean? Like the music was hard, like energy. Um, yeah, yeah, it. high energy. Yeah. So they they broke up. Band broke up. Super started doing his own thing. Um, they had a reunion concert last year, hosted by Cole Bennett, who owns Lyrical Lemonade. I don't know if you've heard of them. That sounds dope. Yeah, I like the name awesome. of the band. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. A, it's not a band. It's oh, like the record company. Yeah, or almost publishing. like a blog. I think it started as a blog, and then it's kind of growing. And he does music videos. He started doing, you know, with like up and coming artists, yeah. and now okay. he's he just did the video with J Cole and JID for that. Uh, oh, dude, this sounds cool. What's that song they had? <laughs> I forget what the name of the song was. Get off my. Uh, something whatever it was their the, J. Cole and J's last song and he did the mm-hmm. video for that so he's doing videos for like artists that oh, big dude, this is cool yeah and he's putting on a festival this summer with like a whole bunch of big acts um anyway but he hosted the reunion show and soup and heard everybody perform but like they kind of did some of their solo stuff since they broke up yeah and super has this song um I, i'm gonna forget the name i'm gonna look it up real quick <laughs> but the song is insane i think it's called i hate everybody um, but it's so crazy high energy. So when he starts playing it, he's like, Hey, I'm going to get in the middle of the crowd and then proceeds to get into the crowd. Right. And what? he tells everyone to like circle around him. And these are like all young kids. Yeah. Right. I hate being alive. Isn't it? The song. I hate, I hate being, being alive. alive. Okay. 
So he, everyone's proceeding to like circle around him, right? And uh, me and I'm there with Nate, and Nate looks at me. He's like, "Dude, <laughs> it's about to get crazy." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And so like the song starts, and it's like so high energy and crazy, and like everyone just like bumps into each other, like mosh pit. You yeah, know just what I mean? going bananas. Pure definition of a mosh pit, going crazy, and like. I'm in the middle of it. Didn't realize that was going to happen until I'm like already right there. Cause we were like towards the front. And I was yeah. like, fuck dude. So that goes crazy. Like by the time it's over and I look up, I'm like by the bathrooms. <laughs> and what? I'm like, how the fuck did I get over here? Yeah, dude, it was insane. I've never been in a mosh pit before. Dude, that that's the crazy. biggest mosh pit ever. Yeah. It like moved across the whole, I think it was at Concord. No, not Concord. Cause normally the mosh pit kind of like, there's little pockets of them yeah. that are just kind of like around. Yeah. No, this was like in the center, right in front of the stage and like moved. Cause I mean, obviously they're trying to keep people off him. So like there's security guards in there and stuff. So oh, they're yeah. pushing people away and they're pushing back. And it was just like, by the time you looked so up, everyone crazy. was like all over. It's nuts. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, is this something so different about being at a venue? Mm-hmm. Cause I got to go to riot fest before Blink-182 had broken up. Oh, that was probably awesome. Yes. It was, like, right before they had, like, announced. So it was, like, I got to see Blink live on stage for, like, the last time ever for the most part. Damn. Yeah. And it, that was insane. And I got to do... I got crowd surfed. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's dope. It's fucking cool as <laughs> shit. Because I couldn't find... I lost Ben. Like, so right before they had the... Oh, my God. Rancid, I think, was playing for, like, their 20th anniversary or something. Mm-hmm. And so the entire crowd was full of skinheads. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my, like, where am I? Yeah. I'm, like, this Jesus. little short kid who's, like, I think I was, I don't even think I was 21 yet. I think it might have been, like, 19 or 20. When you say skinheads, you mean skinheads? Yeah, like, these guys are, like, you know, shaved heads, like, neo-Nazi types. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't go to ride yeah. fest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Gotta be careful with the guys with the, you know, the tattoos and yeah. things like that. Jesus Christ. Because it's their 20 year anniversary, so these guys like grew up with this music and they're yeah. like punk rock, you know. Yeah, bruh. yeah. Not bruh, because it's the wrong, yeah. wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like right yeah. before, and so we're just kind of like getting ready because we knew Blink was coming on after them. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to go grab a drink because it's like, the weather at those outdoor events is ridiculous. Mm. First day, it was like cold and I didn't plan it. So I wore shorts and I like, or I expected I would be hot and I didn't think it through. Next day, plan ahead. It wanted to be nicer out. Had too much layers on, yeah. <laughs> sweating my balls off. Because <laughs> you're, you know, impacting a crowd where it's like, right. you can't even move left or right without bumping into another person. Right. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm never going to find my friends. And so that's when I got into a mosh pit before, like as it started, you know, the entire crowd rushes forward. Yeah. And so I was like, cool. And then like this guy's like, oh wait, I don't want to go to the mosh pit. He's like, go ahead of me. And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> just like use that as an escape yeah. to go forward. And I'm like, all right, now I'm like in the middle. The crowd's not moving anymore. I'm like, just jumped on someone's shoulders basically. And I just got crowd surfed to the front. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. And then I like looked around and I'm like, Ben. And he's like, hey, what? <laughs> He was in the fucking sky, in the air. Yeah, just in the air, like, hey, I'll see you. <laughs> what the hell? That's so funny. <laughs> it was awesome to see that. I also got to see uh, the day before that. So one of the few metal bands I've seen in person was uh, Guar. I don't know if you've heard of them. Oh, they're the weird ones. They're fucking weird. They yeah, wear no, they wear I'm... costumes and they have like giant alien penises yeah, that squirt blood and that things that like shit's... that. Like the mosh pits are there, just like yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's real weird. Yeah. I'm was, not go ahead. Yeah. That might kind of use it. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna hate on stuff like that, no. but like I guess it's its own niche, but it's for sure its own thing. But I'm like if you I don't like gimmicks I don't like over yeah. use of gimmicks in music. You know what I mean? Some stuff, okay, fine. But like if you have to I think giant penises and <laughs> blood spewing on people and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, is this even about the music anymore? You and know what I mean? Like probably not. Yeah, it's I'm I'm personally not a fan of that. So this is why part m- most of the reason why this is why Taj Sultana is my favorite artist because her sets are so minimal mm-hmm. and it's like just stripped down. You know what I mean? So yeah. she like has her own stage on a stage, if that makes sense. What? So like she has her own setup on top of the stage. Yeah. So first time we saw her was at Lollapalooza last year. Um, and it was cool because it was like Gold Link came up first and I'm not really that into him, but he's cool. Um, your brother Nick likes him yeah. a lot. Um, and then Daniel Caesar came on after him. He likes Nick loves Daniel. Daniel Caesar, Caesar is amazing. So he and his set was similar, like real minimal, like nothing mm-hmm. really going on. He was just kind of doing his thing. It was awesome. And then Toss was after that, and so her setup was long because they have to like roll her thing out, and it's like 
this kind of hippie transient mm-hmm. um like setup you know what i mean and then she gets up there like she just kind of walks out and just like waves you yeah. know she's not wearing shoes she's just like yo and like gets on her setup <laughs> she's and such a hippie yeah and then just starts playing and it's like yo that's dope because it was lit literally just about the music like there's no lights no flashy shit i think that like, says a lot about the type of person she is too yeah because for her it's just I'm, I'm gonna be on stage playing my music just like i would yeah you know if i was at home yeah or in the studio or wherever she yeah. probably plays like that no matter where she's at yeah you know it's not about you know jumping on stage like hey how's everybody you know yeah. like denver right. <laughs> like whatever <laughs> yeah yeah none, none of that there's stuff. no stage presence yeah. you know, that idea of that you have to sell it right and the only like they gave one speech and it was just like <clears throat> so if you're if you're racist get the fuck out of my pit if you're homophobic get the fuck out of my pit and then it was like if you have an issue with transgender people or something like that and you just can't get it it your opinion doesn't fucking matter or like mind your own business or something like yeah. that and get the fuck out of my pit. And then everyone starts cheering <laughs> and, and then they're like, all right, back to the music. And then that was it. You know what I mean? That's the only thing they said. And I thought that was dope. So I'm like, all right, just sweet to the point. And then back to the music. You know what I mean? Um, so I like more of that stuff. So I've been finding going to shows now, like um, I just look and like, I forgot where we were. We were seeing, uh, Oh, we saw May live. Um, me and Alex did and that was awesome so that for those cool. of you who don't know May they've been around for a while yeah I think 2007 something like at that at least yeah a while so it's M-A-E is the name of the, or how you spell it yeah but we so I was like this is a great that you brought it up so when I listened to Yvette Young I was like this sounds like May yeah. and I was like and then I was like thinking about like how the hell did we find a band like May when we were like fucking in 7th 8th grade yeah Cause like back then there was not like Spotify like it is today or yeah. even iTunes like it is today. Like I have no idea how we found that band. Yeah, it was so I found them Probably speaking YouTube? on myself. Well, no, Ben. So Ben was always into that kind of stuff, and Ben would find his bands through his brother. I think it was Marty. Probably. Um. So I don't, I don't know how Marty found them. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Um. But I remember Ben was playing the song "We're So Far Away," which is just it's stripped down piano and singing. That's it. And I was like, "Yo, this is." Dope. And it's a little, it's a little, that's more melancholy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but I thought that song was dope. And then I kind of looked into them after that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've listened to them for years at this point and to listen to their stuff too, it really, it's for lack of a better word, it's transportive mm-hmm. cause it like brings you to a different yeah, like place. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it does a good job of taking you out of where you are. So that when I need to focus, honestly, that's what I, listen to, i listen to them almost every day still yeah yeah like yeah i was that's how i started listening to like more of this melodic stuff again i was like yeah you, you'd post it out i think on your instagram jordan's instagram is great by the way for just music he's listening to he posted yeah. on a story like at least one song a day yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yep. if you need new music just go hit that little <laughs> hit that follow button yeah. chris happens <laughs> you know yeah and uh i i've been like I love that kind of stuff too, too, because like for some reason there's something with lyrics that'll throw me off mm-hmm. and out of focus. Yeah. Unless it's weird. High energy rap music can sometimes put me into a focus mode too. Really? Yeah. Like reading? Not for real. <laughs> I was like, the ones was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, reading. <laughs> I'm going to say, that's what's up. <laughs> like if I'm trying to like, be at the gym or something or like right like enjoy running on the treadmill when the weather is not cooperating yeah i'm just like all right i need to like you know kick my own ass here right and then i'll listen to something like that obviously mm-hmm. you know listening to chill piano isn't gonna do that right. for you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely helps with that i would say i would say that's still really the only times i listen to metal so like breaking benjamin or their new album's pretty good yeah yeah that's usually the only time i listen to stuff like that yeah. is when i like really need to like, all right, I need to crush this set. You know what I mean? Then I throw yeah. some of them on. And so you know what I think I might do? So within Anchor, since they're owned by Spotify now, we mm-hmm. can make little interlude clips from songs from Spotify. That'd be dumb. So if we, so any of the songs that we've talked about here, I can put in like 10 second clips of their those songs. Yes. Um, when we talk about them. So you guys can listen to them and be like, damn, that was sick. Yeah. But you can only listen to it on the Anchor platform. So this is the disclaimer right now. So if you okay. hear silence for some seconds, it's That's because there's music. So j- 
just going to throw that out there right now. Obviously, I'll say that in the intro once mm-hmm. this is produced. Yeah. But yeah, I think this will be a first run on trying that out. Because yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so we've t- named so many bands here. And so it's yeah. like way for people to be like, let me get some context on the songs we're talking about here. Right. <laughs> right. And they're all different for the most part. So yeah, we went, we've named like every genre almost right now, except mm-hmm. for, except for country. Yeah. We're going to leave it that way. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'll name one country song. Oh, there we go. It's a country rap fusion. It's Ooh. like real popular now. I like that stuff. Yeah. I like fusion. Uh, Anything with fusion, like blending, yeah. burning the lines. Mm hmm. That's my. That's what I love. Yeah, I really, I'm really into gospel fusion now, and really? I didn't think I would be. Yeah, it was kind of just kind of took me by surprise. So I think Chance, I would say I'd credit him to get me into it initially, because mm. he does a lot of gospel fusion stuff. <clears throat> that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm like really into that. I've been listening to the Tori Kelly a lot. Um, she's like a gospel R and B more gospel singer. Mm. Um, but she's awesome, awesome. Um, so definitely check her out. But Dude, we're just name dropping this this episode like yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you need music recommendations? Yeah, listen, get it. <laughs> listen here. Um, <laughs> but no, so the the country infusion is uh, Lil Nas X is his name, and right country infusion Lil Nas X doesn't go together. Right? I'm no. just like yeah. I'm like really trying <laughs> yeah. hard to like where's the where's the through line and yeah. it just. Yep, it's so it's I think it's the number one song right now. So he had a song and it like started climbing the country charts, but it's hip hop fusion. So there's a lot of hip hop drum beats, but it's got yeah. like the guitar riff and stuff like that. I think it's all electronically made. I don't think anything's organic. Huh. Um, I, I think. Um, but it started climbing the country charts and then they took it off. Like whoever runs those charts took it off the charts because they said it's not country enough. And so there's like a lot of backlash and you know how that stuff goes. Um, so then Billy Ray Cyrus came up and was like, well, no, that's not cool. So then he, (laughs) he hopped on the remix. So there's a remix to that song with Billy Ray Cyrus. And that might be my favorite song currently. Yeah. We're going to have to loop that in there. (laughs) uh, It's crazy. He's like, it's just, (laughs) I can't even put it into words. Like hearing Billy Ray Cyrus on a rap beat is like. insane but it's, i think it's like the number of that remix is like the number one oh song my right God. now yeah and the music video is shot with red dead redemption too yeah the hell yeah this sounds amazing as hell yeah i'm gonna have to listen to this when we leave yeah. going to the bar we're gonna have to i'm gonna put this on yeah. and like listen to this because this sounds it's crazy it's called old town road old town road i'm never yeah. oh, i think you probably put that on your instagram yeah because <laughs> now that I, i'm like i think i saw the name and was like what mm-hmm. like yeah. i kind of stopped and looked at it for a second I'm like Dude, it's the funniest I'm like, Jordan thing. does Jordan. Yeah, Alex hates it. And I play it like really? on loop. Sometimes she's like, turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, it's awesome. Right. You're like, this is fire. Yeah, it's my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. It makes me want to like try to do music stuff. Yeah. You know, just like listening to all these different things and genres and stuff. It's like, it's no different than it's like, oh yeah, they've just tried to do it and figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> they just, oh, you're saying you just have to put in time and effort into something. You can get good at it. What? Yeah. It's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fall out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> there was that. So that quote I just said, this show called uh master or none on Netflix with sounds, Aziz. Aziz Ansari. Ansari. Yeah. It's his show. It's a really good. show. I've watched it several times. Um, Stump actually recommended it to me. Shout out. Um, but yeah, it's just, the show's about kind of him. He lives in New York and kind of trying to find love, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's like a love show or like a dating kind it, of thing. Yeah, but it's a comedy too. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's like sappy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, oh, romance. But it's, it's there. It's not game showy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really, it's funny. Um, and there's this episode where him and his friend were in the kitchen. They were talking about doing something. He's like trying to be an actor. Yeah. And I guess he, I think he got a job or something. I forget the the setting. But his friend was like, oh, so you're telling me if you just work really hard and actually try and put effort into something, you can be good at it? And Aziz was like, oh, who would have thought? <laughs> like, really <laughs> it facetious. It was like super, like yeah. super candid. Yeah. Like, you're just like, no shit, dumbass. Yeah. Like, they're being super facetious. Like, because he was kind of being lazy before. So then, like, yeah. he started getting success. So I'm like, oh, they're talking shit. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I love that show. It's awesome. <laughs> Definitely recommend That's that. It's so good. Yeah. It reminds me of listening to Kev Hart on on Joe Rogan's podcast last weekend, man. Yeah. Dude, I listened to the thing. I was fired up. Yeah. I was like, dude, like there's certain people, like they reach a level of like success and you see how much success they have. And you're like, they can't be normal. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do they, you know, balance all that? 
right? They're just like this mega successful. We already mentioned that, you know, you can go watch a special, how many fucking people are there. And yeah. not to mention how many more people listen, watch it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, there's no way he's that grounded. And then you listen to him and it's like, he really is that grounded, wow. <laughs> you know? And he like, he just, he's like really real and he's just trying to leave the planet a little bit better right. than when it started. Hmm. And, you know, be the best dad that he can be, or, you know, all, right. all that kind of stuff. It's super motivating. He's like legitimately optimistic about the world. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. For, I mean, for someone who works, like, as he's hard as always he does. doing like anytime he has a movie come out and he's in another one, you know what I mean? I'm like, he right. doesn't take Him a and The break. Rock. They're yeah. just insane. Yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I guess that's a testament to human will, but like, yeah. I'm like, yo, how do you guys just stay moving? You know? And then meanwhile, he's on tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, he he, like laid out his entire like comedy process. And he's like, yeah, basically like, you know, I start getting my material out and I, you know, like the first year is me like playing at small shows randomly getting like, you know, 30 minutes here, 15 minutes here. Then after that first year, I'm like getting to the bigger theaters and clubs. And then after that end of that, then it's like ready to start filming, you know? (laughs) And then I go on my mega tour, you know, globally, and then, like, somewhere in there is when I film it for the special. Huh. And it takes about two years to do that. So, really? it's like, now that I just filmed this one, I'm in my, like, cool-down phase where I'm, like, forgetting everything I just did mm-hmm. and working on the next batch of material. Huh. Like, getting that all, like, you know, the, the breadcrumbs in place. Right. Like, where do I want to go? Skeletonize it and, and all that. Like, he's super methodical. Super really? methodical. That's yeah. really cool. It's crazy. Highly recommended episode. Hmm. Like if you need something to fire your ass up and be like, oh yeah, you can do more. Mm-hmm. That's like a great place to start. Like if you're feeling burnt out, it's awesome. And then he talks about the rock a little bit too. Of like, course he does. Dude, him and rock are so funny. Yeah, their relationship is awesome. <laughs> They're like fantastic together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's, so the rock is kind of like you too. So this is, I'm just going to throw some knives at you on this one. All right. <laughs> so he, so he, Rogan asked him, he's like, he's like, so how does the rock, like, does he sleep? He's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes we'll be like ready on set and it'll be like 9 p.m. He's like, or 9 a.m. or whatever. He's like, where's, where's, where's Dwayne? Mm-hmm. Where, where's, he? he's like, he's like, oh, oh sorry, sorry. I slept in. <laughs> oh man. Since Jordan's always late. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. <laughs> Listen. I had to do it. All right. I'm not a wizard is never late. <laughs> he arrives precisely when he intends to. Right? <laughs> so I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I mean, today's a perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> I, I texted you yesterday. You're like, I'm like, Hey, when did for the podcast? Let's say noon. I'm like, dope. Mm-hmm. Text you around noon. Crickets. Yeah. Yep. No. So I woke up, <laughs> I woke up in a panic. Cause so I woke up at nine. All right. So I'll just yeah. I'll reference my morning. So I went to sleep last night at like four. And I knew I was like, okay, I should be fine. I was going to wake up at like nine and go to the gym and then come straight here. So go to sleep at four. And usually I don't need to set an alarm. Like I very rarely set an alarm unless I have to get up like really early or if it's like for a flight or something, then I'm like, if I miss this, I'm screwed. Right. Um, But for the most part, I don't set an alarm. So Alex had to get up and go to work. I thought she had to be at work at nine. So I was going to kind of use her to get up. Mm. She didn't have to go to work till 11. So when she's getting up to leave and I wake up and I'm like, oh, see ya. And I go back to sleep and I'm like, wait, it feels kind of late. And I'm like, oh, whatever. So then I keep sleeping and then I wake up and I'm like, okay, it feels way later <laughs> than nine. You, like, you know, like your body clock, yeah. I'm like, it can't be nine. And so I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, it's like 1220. And, I, and you texted me. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, this just fucked my whole day up. So like, like, my schedule yeah. just fell out the bottom. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it's a weird catch between like just cause how my schedule works. So like either staying up late to write and like getting something productive done. And that's usually when I'm more creative anyway. Yeah. Um, or going, missing out. Are on you that a nighttime to go to creative? Between yeah. Like 10 and three. Yeah. So like create when it's creative and like making something it's at night, but when it's in taking information, it's in the morning. So I don't know if that makes sense. Nope. That, uh, yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So like when I get up in the morning, I usually get, that's when I get my reading done. I really can't read at night. It's weird. Like I can't focus lately. I haven't been able to, like yeah. I said, I'm in this creative mode. Yeah. Taking in information is hard unless I'm just like fucking off playing video games. Yeah. Just, like, and you've read like what? 15 books now. Yeah. Something like that with like three or four different audiobooks. Like, yeah. I don't know how you can withhold all that info. 
<laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't know, even either. know, dude. Yeah. And now it's like even worse because I'm like, you know what? I have all these things that I've read and I should write about them now. And I'm just like, what? okay. Yeah. How? <laughs> With what time? Like, I just need to like go to work and be like, hey, I'm just going to be over here in this corner writing. Yeah. But I'll still get paid. Right. Right. That's dope. No, yeah. that doesn't work that oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> As I said it, they're like, yeah, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> be great if that was the case. Yeah. But. That's not my job. Right, right. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well, not yet, at least. <laughs> no. It would be great if it was, because like, that's legitimately what it feels like it's going to turn into. Yeah. It's like, I'm just, I have three notebooks. I have, like, one right there. Well, that's the other one. But I have, like, that notebook, and then there's the other notebook that's yeah. just, like, all the show notes go in it. Yeah. You know you like using your phone? I have online notes stuff, but handwriting is more fun. Yeah. I don't know why. It just feels easier to, like, get thoughts on page like mm-hmm. handwriting it and then transcribing it later as okay. especially as a ha- as an editing process because when i write it on the page first it's like here's what i have you know here's like the first layer of what i'm writing and then when i'm transcribing it, it's like i got my thoughts on the page now now i can figure out how i want to tweak it here and there as the first pass of editing before it goes to editing gotcha by the computer gotcha so I'm not really worrying about, you know, spelling errors or right. how well it flows or whatever. It's just like, here's the broad outline of what I'm trying to say. Right. Or just show notes. It's just easier to handwrite it because I'm writing down the timestamps and stuff like that. Right. That makes sense. For formatting purposes. Yeah. I feel like that helps you retain too. Yes. Yeah. That's the one thing that's weird because like my classes at school right now are not super note taking intensive. They're kind of common sense-ish, not super like... They're not like math classes where you have to like write down how to do problems as much. Yeah. And just have that, you know, hardwired in. Yeah. Where these are more just like, here's some general rules of thumb for like how things work. And, you know, it's like, you'll just learn by doing it. Right. Eventually kind of thing. That's cool. Um, and I And I don't really write as much notes in school, so it's like weird how much you it's how much harder it is to remember things when you don't have something that you can write down like you're not yeah. just transcribing what the teacher's saying it's like here's some like key terms you have to memorize or whatever like that it's like once you actually start writing things down you're like oh there's a lot more I here this. yeah it's yeah. like whoa how much you remember and then like because i do the podcast stuff like now with when i listen to them i wound up picking up a lot more from what we said i'm like holy whoa hey right because <laughs> like there's like oh, like I probably maybe remember 5% of what's said in an hour, yeah, you know, yeah. after we do it. And it mm-hmm. still like feels important, but then it's yeah. like, holy wow, there's right. a did lot he, more to hear. Right. Then <laughs> catch it all. Yeah. That makes sense. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause I usually, I use my phone just cause I used to try to bring a notebook everywhere. And then if I would forget it or something like that, and I lost one at one point and I was like, and this is when I was writing rap. So I lo- there's oh. a notebook out there of all my raps that I really liked. And they're just out there somewhere. Still bothers you. Yeah. But it's like, whatever. <laughs> I got better since then. It's like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. Yeah. It's cool uh, to have that stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So after I lost it, I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. So I started using my phone. And now mm-hmm. it's just, whenever I have an idea, like, there's times where I'll be, <laughs> there's times I'll be at work and, like, whether it's with the, the stories or, like, songs, so I still, yeah. like, write raps and stuff right. like that. I just haven't, you know, um, recorded anything. But there's times where I'll think of something and, like, I'm a server, so I'll be at a table and like I'm talking to them and then thought comes into my head and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then like the second I get a chance, I'll like go like either run outside or run in the bathroom and just like write it down real quick. Cause I, it, the worst <laughs> feeling in the world, dude, is when you have an idea that like at the moment, whether it turns out to be or not, but at the moment is like amazing, like a dope idea. Yeah, right. The worst thing in the world is when you can't remember it yeah and you're like fuck man i wish i would have wrote that down so now i'm like i'm just not gonna risk that i'm just gonna go write yeah, it down like i need a second yeah like, you need to just not talk to me yeah <laughs> then you just go and you write it and you get it done you know what i mean yeah i mean i'll still write stuff down on my phone if i don't have it yeah like one of my favorite things to do right now is i have a online notebook that's it's titled quotes to ponder so you mm. know how when people share those like it, you know inspirational quotes or just yeah. f- something from like famous people who've said insightful things yeah I've always like had this thought in the back of my head, which sounds really dumb is how the hell do people, when you write books, they have like, you know, these quotes sprinkled in at the top of their chapters that like fit the chapter. I was like, that's so cool. Like how does someone know all those things? And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing ever is they, cause they probably wrote them down at some point and just like, you know, knew what they were going to say here. So they're like, that fits perfectly with this. I'm like, 
It's like anything else. It's just a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you just got to collect them. And so that's what I'm doing now. Right. I just have an entirely little online notebook of just little quotes, quotes that I like enjoy. That's you know, dope. Quotes to think about, quotes to ponder. Right. And it's, it's pretty fun because then I'll like find them. I'm like, ooh, this one's a good one. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. You're like, ooh, piece of candy. That, yeah. <laughs> that is dope. I do always wonder how people remember. Like, Yeah, it's like, how do you remember that? It's like, yeah. oh, they don't remember it. They just, just write it down. They just <laughs> put it somewhere yeah. to remember later. And then they just like search it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that one works here. Yeah. Like I did that for that the most recent uh, book post that I released for the Tempers and Hampier by Dan Harris. I like when I read books now. Um, I think you, it's right You here. can see one. Yeah, you can see all the little flags yeah. sticking out of it. So I underline as I read. Mm-hmm. So anything I think is important, I just like, yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can go back to it. And then if it's a page that I think is important. So I think on that one, anything that's on the left side is got, I forget. There's basically whatever way it's sticking out is mm-hmm. like, I think the top ones are for the end of the chapter. Okay. Where I, like write a couple sentences on like a summary. And mm-hmm. then the left side is like anything within that chapter that I thought was just worth going back to. Oh, gotcha. That's, that's a good idea. That's smart. Yeah. So I like found this thing. I was like, there's gotta be a good way to take notes yeah. for like reading books. And then it wound up actually being really useful for when I was writing this article. So I could find quotes that made sense to like, put in between right. the little paragraphs just for fun. Yeah. Just to kind of encapsulate the book. Mm-hmm. I might start doing something similar like that. I might take yeah. that idea. Cause uh, I'm reading currently the, um, the anatomy of story by John Truby. I've heard of that before. Um, yeah, really, it's really good, and he does a really good job of breaking stuff down really well. And then there's like uh, exercises at the end of each chapter just to kind of help you oh, form I the love story. when they have exercises at the yeah. end of chapters. Um, so it's really, it's really dope. Well, I love it, but I hate it currently because so <laughs> so Alex got me a book the same time you got me the uh, Batman one, the Batman um, screenplays. Yeah, she got me um, lessons. What's it called? I forget the name of it, but it's basically like classroom. It's like taking a class. If you take a screenwriting mm-hmm. class and put it in a book, Okay. forget the name of it exactly though. Um, but she gave me that one and that is like literally a class. So like each, the, each couple of oh, pages, yeah, I think there's you a work. This to me yeah. Before. Um, it's really, it's really, really good book, but I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm, I kind of want something to apply to the story I'm writing now. Not because yeah. I didn't want to take the time to make something that was taken away from the story I'm writing now. You know what I mean? So I was like trying to see if I can apply stuff there. So then I was like, okay, I want to get another one so I can read, get some information. So I got this one that was called the psychology workbook for writers. So it like paired creating characters with how psychology, like using actual lessons from psychology courses and applying it to those characters to make a character seem more real. So that turned out to be a workbook. And I was like, fuck. So like, that's the same way as the other one where it's like every couple of pages, there's like, yeah. you know, stuff like you know, homework exercises. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm reading that one, but I'm like, I still want to be able to apply it. So that one's a little easier to apply just goes to the characters and stuff. So I'm doing that one and I'm like, but I still want another one that I can just kind of like read through and apply it. Yeah. So then I got the anatomy of story and then there's <laughs> exercises at the end. And I'm like, yo, I have so much homework. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. So much work to do. And I'm like, I wasn't even attending this. I'm doing all of them, but I'm like, now I have to pick which one I want to do first. You know what right. I mean? I'm like, like, shit. How much homework do I want to give myself? Yeah. I literally just like, like what, if you just saved all your projects for the year to right before they were due, I just did that in a span of like a month. Yeah, <laughs> you no. know what I mean? So. And uh, it's crazy for me right now. Cause I'm just like, this is legitimately what I'm going to be doing as soon as I finish school is going to be like reading books and just creating these massive sprawling notepads of yeah. just information and be like, okay, I just read this thing that's 200 pages. How do I like condense that down into like one page? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just turn that into a machine of like turning that out yeah. and just putting all of it out to as many people as possible. And then there's like even other things that I want to start throwing out there. Like I'm thinking about writing about the personal philosophy that I created for myself and then for the website and then explaining the logo. Right. And just like, there's just it's a lot. It's a lot too to much, do. too much bubbling in my brain right now. It's <laughs> right. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot to do. <laughs> it's, there's a lot to do and a lot more to be done and yeah. just more thinking. Like we were talking about creative process before and it's like, I, I like how you say you have to write, like put it down. But I think for me, I think I, I, I like to talk it through. Like earlier this week when we went to, to grab a beer and we were talking about the storytelling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. being able to talk through the ideas and be like, Ooh, this may be where it could go kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. 
just getting th- different things on paper and articulating them with another person just helps right. solidify what you're trying to say right or what it could be you know what i mean like molding it's like molding clay right in some ways where it's yeah. like when there's only one person there you can't really see it yeah as easily because you're like not sure bounce off ideas and stuff yeah yeah it's it's one of the more interesting things that i found re- recently is like having the so we have the slack channel now mm-hmm. having that is like oh my yeah, god that's helpful oh my god it's yeah. so nice because it's just like before i was like you know sending a, a text to one or both of you at a yeah. different time or whoever and mm-hmm. it's like Oh man, like just reiterating things and right. not everyone's on the same page. Yeah, and it's like, oh wait, I don't know that. And you're like, oh, I told told Joe that. You know yeah, I mean? right. It's, like, it's yeah. just like, oh crap. Yeah, I really do like that. It took <laughs> me a second. So one thing I noticed, which is not a big deal, but it's just like, so that one day, remember I told you like I, my phone was blowing up. You know what I mean? And I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> like it was one of the days I was trying to sleep intentionally because I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> and my phone's like, v- 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 and I was like, oh my god, who was texting? I was like, who was texting? You're like me? my guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I look and it's the Slack, all the messages yeah. in there um, and some other texts and stuff, but the Slack. And then, so I was like, okay, I'll read it later. But the notifications go away. Oh, really? Yeah. At least on mine. Maybe that's how I have it set up. But I It might that be. Was, I don't know. I thought that was worse. So it took me a second to like figure out how to use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, efficiently. Yeah, I'm still how to do it too. Yeah. But now it, it makes sense now, but. I have it turn, turned off most notifications. I just kind of check it yeah. once a day. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that soon. Well, I already do that. To an extent, like I leave my text on. Yeah, I'm gonna start putting it in like night mode at night, and then I'm gonna. Um, I recently did this like a pros and cons list of why I have social media, and oh, went, nice. so it was like Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. Yep. I did a pros and cons list, and um, collectively there was only like four pros, and all of the, <laughs> all of them put together, there was like four yeah. of why I should have it, and there was like twenty of why I shouldn't. And like each, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, that is, yeah, so I'm going to be getting off social media pretty soon here. The only reason I have it is so we can share the podcast legitimately. Yeah. It yeah. is the only reason. Yeah. That was one of the four. So, um, I'm thinking I'll keep Instagram for that reason. I feel like Instagram is the only one that's really super worth it. Yeah. I feel like, cause it's the least negative. Yeah. And I feel like people, for some reason, I feel like people pay more attention Facebook, there's just so much. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because Facebook is just overrun by memes. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Yeah. I know. I, I, I got a. That's part of one, one of the reasons why my sleep schedule is so messed up. Because I go to sleep and mm-hmm. then it's like, I'm going to go to bed. Right. <laughs> Lay your phone on your face. <laughs> yeah, basically. Just like, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm laying in my bed. Scrolling through Instagram for no reason. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, I told myself I was going to go to bed 20 minutes ago. Like, yeah. Pff, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. And I, I'm, like, obsessed with the sleep science stuff, too. So I legitimately know how bad it is that I'm not going to sleep on yeah. time and, like, bombarding myself with all of this blue light. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's not it's good. It's still hard to go to sleep early. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I don't know why. Do you ever get like, okay, so you're like super tired throughout the day. You can't wait to go to sleep and then you get home and get in your bed and, and then you're just up. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> I get, like I legitimately, I'll be like sleepy at school, like 6 PM and be in class bored as fuck. I'm like, <sighs> I could have gone home, got home an hour early. And then like I get home and like, you know, people are on video games mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Now I'm home. Now I can work on what I wanted to work on or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's 1030. I should go to bed in a half hour. Yeah. Disregard that. It's like, oh, it's 12, 1130. I got a half hour more. Oh, it's midnight. Shit. <laughs> and then I'm finally in bed at 1220. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, man. It's rough. Yeah. It's, I don't understand it. Like, I really don't know how, why. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so, I mean, as I've said it on here before. I've tried to do the minimize the sleep thing. And I'm feeling it this week. <laughs> it's like, remember I told you, I'm like, I'll have times. Oh where yeah. I feel like it. The, the five hours of sleep. Yeah. Or I'll do like four or five hours. And like for a little bit, I'm good. And like, I'm aware, alert and stuff and it's not affecting me. But then I'm like, then I'll have days where I feel it. Like it catches up to me. Yeah. And like this whole week. So yeah. This whole week. It's been like, Oh, you thought you was funny. <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? Like your body's like, 
bitch, get to sleep. Yeah. Bitch, get to sleep. Like, sleep was like, am I a joke to you? And then like this week was just like, <laughs> just hit me. It's, so I'm it's like, like right. it's like that girlfriend who's like, oh, so you thought you could, you could yeah. hang. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You're like, I can't hang. Yeah. Like, after this week, I'm like, I don't think I'll do that again. You really shouldn't. Unless, like, unless, unless I have the luxury of, like say I have, you have a job where like you can grind, you know, do everything you got to do for like, say like half a year and you're like you don't have a day off you just grind you know mm-hmm. what i mean and then you can take like two weeks off or something you know what yeah. i mean and then you can use those two weeks to kind of catch up again if i had that luxury i think i'd be okay maybe six months might be a little bit of exaggeration yeah. but you know what, you know what i mean that's um, actually not good for you oh, I, I, I know because <laughs> they, they call they call that uh binge sleeping so people who work like crazy on like mm-hmm. monday through friday and then they sleep in like crazy on like, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, like, like Friday or yeah, Saturday, Sunday, or they like stay up way later, mm. you know, where they stay up to like 3am cause they go out and party. Yeah. So it's like, basically you're, you're, you're sleeping like a normal schedule, you know, that your body's used to Monday through Friday. Then on the weekends, it's like you're transplanting your body two time zones. Oh, really? Yeah. Because if you're going to sleep at 3am, it's like, you're, you know, you're living on the East coast rest of the week yeah and then you're staying up like west coast yeah true you know (laughs) so that's terrible on your body Mm. so you're like you're taking your circadian rhythm and going boop boop yeah like just doing like this crazy shift time shifting right and your body's just like what the like huh you are like what do i do like what do you want me to do (laughs) yeah like (laughs) yeah you know so you're chronically underslept and also like have no stable sleep pattern right so like the one thing you could do if anything, is try to go to bed at the same time every night. If you do anything. Yeah. Just waking up at different times affected or no? Can. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you sleep if you sleep within I think it's like forty five minutes of your like a standard wake up time, you try to leave it like within that range on both ends. Okay. Like thirty that makes sense. Thirty to forty five minutes as long as you're not like drifting too far out. Right. Sleep I think consistency. I can do that. I think I can do that. I typically try to go to sleep before anytime before two, even if it's like one fifty nine. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm good. But if I, I realize if I stay up anytime after two, the next morning, I'm like, I feel it a little more. Yeah. For the most part. That's not surprising. Yeah. Cause then your circuit rooms all like jacked. That makes sense. Yeah. This, I need to write about this stuff because I've had, I know so much. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to take a beer, beer break. A. I love this beer. We had a solemn oath, uh, tea infused. Is it chronic? Kolsch, <laughs> chronic. Yeah, we got we got some weed in here. Guys. <laughs> no, it's oh, is it Lil is it Lil chronic or Lil tonic? 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 I don't know, man. They got some crazy ass lettering on yeah. here. It's like old school. Yeah, I like the, the can though. Yeah, it's very tasty. Yeah, that that one actually was really good. And then I've never had this one before, but I like it a lot. Yeah, I think that's the first time I had it too. So the one we open now is the more. Double dry hopped kiss. Ooh. So it's really We're good. We're actually about to go there and get Shout their out. food. Oh my God. Their food oh. is. Yo, little, okay. Fire. So when I say one of the best barbecue pulled pork sandwiches I've ever had, mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. Not <sighs> at all. Oh, 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 shit. Did I tell you about that burger yet? You were mentioning it on when we went to Pollyanna earlier this week. Okay. So this is another place. We, we won't have time today, but um, we got to make a trip. Gotta make to that trip. It's not even far. It's like. 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, we'll go. For um, sure. <laughs> but it's... Uh, wait, wait, wait. A little more. <laughs> um, it's called... Spreading the wealth. It's called Dog Paw in downtown Elgin. I think it's on Chicago Street. Um, I think it's a brewery or going to be a brewery or Brew something. Pub? But yeah, they might be waiting for licensing or something. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Um, but they had the best burger I've ever had. I love how we just tangented into food. <laughs> but, we always but, do, man. Yeah. At some point. We just talked about it in Dante's episode. Yeah. but one of the best burgers i've ever had it was a a brisket ground with pork belly with a1 caramelized onions and red pepper on like a little bit of spinach with swiss cheese oh my god dude the best burger and that sounds fantastic like it blew kumas out of the water dude that's saying something and i love kumas i know you love Kumas. I know. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it blew it. Uh, so that's not even a negative on Kumas. It was just how good this place was. Like, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. We, we're going to have to go. Just yeah. like we have to go to Smoke Daddy. 
Yeah, we still all uh, smoke daddies. I'm putting you on recorded blast so we can go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go soon. Maybe? Over the summer, at least yeah. once, we're going to go. Yeah. Oh, man. So I much know. good food. We're, we're spoiled out here, man. Yeah. Be, yeah a lot being of near stuff. Chicago is just food everywhere. I also got to go to the country. Uh, oh, my God. The one that go, that's partnered with Pollyanna every so often. The country, county, something. The meat place. Oh, like, Chicago Culinary There I go. I know it's CCC. I yeah. couldn't remember what the yeah. hell. Is. Yeah, they do really good stuff, too. They're so... I forget what town they're in, but they're a suburb. Um, the thing with them is you got to get there early if yeah, you really want something. Because if they run out, they're just out. So they have like limited supply of meat every yeah. day. And if they run out of the meat, even if you're waiting in line, they just close. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. That's such a crazy business model. And it's it cool, works. But you know because it's quality. You know I what I mean? I saw a video on their Instagram where they had like an outdoor thing going on. And they had like mm-hmm. this stack of like ribs, like, you know, skewered yeah. on top of it. I was like, oh. Dude, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, they were. This is um, why I can't be vegan or something like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> so not vegan, but so next month, starting May, mm. um, me, Robert, Rachel, <laughs> and Alex are going to go vegetarian for the month of May. For the most part, yeah. I've been wanting to do it for a while, and it was one of those things where, you know how you want to do something, you keep saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, you just have to finally get someone else. Yeah, I'm like, well, that, and I'm like, you know what, I should just stop saying I'm going to do it and just yeah. do it, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to be saying I'm going to do it forever. Right. Um, just so like I'm, I convinced you to do Tough Mudder. Yeah, which, yeah, I can't wait for that. Dude. Which we got to just buy tickets. Yeah. ASAP. ASAP. Yeah, we, we need to do that. Um, we'll talk about that more after. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so what we're going to do is do like a little cleanse for like a day or two just yeah. to kind of you know start from scratch and then uh yeah i'm gonna try to go vegetarian i think there's gonna be because like we're going to minnesota in may um for this festival so i'm sure maybe like for that weekend we'll take a yeah you know what i mean but for the most part i want to i want to i want to see how it makes me feel yeah i will recommend doing a multivitamin of some sort yeah um i can't remember there's one thing you'll have a limitation in. I can't remember which one it is. Because a lot of, like, the vegans and vegetarians have trouble getting one of the vitamins. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head. I'll mm. look it up and yeah. figure out so I can tell you which one to take. Because sure. what'll happen is you're going to feel really tired if you don't do it. Because oh, really? you, Yeah, because your body's not getting enough energy. Because huh. having meat is just way higher, you know, higher density of molecules. So mm-hmm. then your body can get more energy from it. Right. Whereas plants is, you know. Right. So I do, I do take the one from GNC. It's really good. You gotta good. eat a big ass salad if you're gonna, eat, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel like so vegan. I think would be really hard, but vegetarian. I'm like, I feel like carbs sometimes are the best part of the meal anyway. You yeah, know what I mean, like macaroni. You can still have macaroni. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess vegan is much more difficult. Yeah, since. vegan I would have trouble with because it's like, yo, I can't. Can have you eat eggs as a vegetarian? Yeah, I think that's. You can do like even fish, like eggs and fish. You can do. That's a different. Like there's different well, like labels. Yeah, pescatarian and stuff that's like, like that. That's like only fish product or something. Yeah. So I'm not gonna do. I don't eat eggs really. Because I'm like anyway. Because eggs is a confusing thing. Because it's like not really meat, but it's yeah. kind of meat. Yeah. I don't eat eggs really anyway. I don't know why. There is. I we we've discussed this. Before. Oh, did I tell you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll put it on the podcast so you guys can hear it. So you can <laughs> either invalidate make, me or validate. Yeah. My, make make your decision. Yeah. So there was one time I was uh. We're eating eggs. I can't remember who cooked it. It was me and Alex, but I know it was you and Alex because she was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So I think, so I think I cooked them right, and you know, you have your little mixing bowl when you you go to you know what I mean. You go to scramble them up. That's yeah. my mixing sound. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you go? You got sound effects on yeah. the podcast now. Woo! So when you go to like scramble up your eggs, right? So I'm using the bowl. We eat, and then me and Alex have a thing where whoever cooks the other one does the dishes and vice versa. So she's going to go clean them, and she's like. Did you put like red pepper or like ketchup in here? And I was like, no. I was like, just regular pepper, but I added that after. Yeah. And she's like, because this is like red. And I look in the bowl and it was like just red. And I was like, oh, I think that's blood. What else would it be? Yeah. And right. then I looked it up and you can, that happens. Right. And I was forever disgusted with eggs. I'll eat them every now and then, but for the most part, like, I know it's normal. I eat it's like, like medium one, steak. It's like one you know in a I mean? million. Yeah, you know? and like I eat my steak medium. medium and if you rare. cooked it, it didn't do anything. But like, uh, <laughs> it was just right. the thought of it. Was just, I was like, man, I, I don't know. It. Yeah, it would it would gross me out too. It's like if you open an egg and it's like a little chicken. Pop- yeah, fell out. Like yeah. what? I'd be what? like, I think I'm. Done. Isn't there? Isn't that a thing in like some country? They eat like 
It's like they might be. It's like an actual little chicken there, and they just eat it. Ugh. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Mm-mm. Not my thing. Yep. Not me. Either. What's up with the weird ass food things you've been talking about on here? I, I think we're just hungry all the time. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. We're always hungry. You might not be wrong about that. Yeah. Yesterday, Pollyanna, the the owner, comes up to me and he's like, "You are always eating." And I'm like, <laughs> "How you doing today? <laughs> like, how are you?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so true though. And yeah, everyone's calling me overweight and shit. Now. D- hashtag dad bod. Yeah, you got blown <laughs> up. On- <laughs> I know it was a joke. <laughs> God and Mike was like, wow, Jordan's really late on this one. I'm like, he's at work. And yeah. Dante's like, don't make excuses for him. Yeah, I'm like, come on. <laughs> but except except Dante was like, he's like, he's like, dad bod is a lifestyle, not a choice. Because yeah, that, yeah, it hit him hard. <laughs> so no sympathy. No nope. sympathy. I mean, it was hilarious that you put that Instagram post up. Yeah. Eric, we were playing video games and you went and went live. And he's like, hey, everyone go on Jordan's Instagram right now and talk shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that why Ben commented? Because they commented at the same time, and I'm like, they had to coordinate. That. Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I did have two burgers after that. Though. I had that a feeling you a did. Joke. Yeah. Because you were, we were talking about burgers. Was that the same day? That, yeah, the day before is when I had the burger from Dog Park. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we went. We went back, and I got two of them. <laughs> God damn it, man! Yeah, it's fucking awesome. You're too much sometimes. I am. You, you, you're ne- like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Half the reason I work out is so I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's where all the fun is. When you like, when you're really like starting to struggle through, and you're like, oh, kumas, <laughs> you like get that last rep in. Yeah. Like legitimately, <laughs> when I go to the gym, I I think about you know like I gauge how long my workout should be by how much I think about food. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like toward the end it's like yeah I think I'm hungry I'm gonna leave yeah you're like, I'm, I'm done <laughs> oh it's like oh there's the hunger I'm like yeah it's time to go yeah grab food on the way home yeah <laughs> or it's like if something like you know it's like a Saturday a Friday Saturday night it's like oh today's a kuma day mm-hmm. gonna yeah <laughs> gonna, gonna go home gonna go home and get ready and so we can get, get made room for that burger yeah <laughs> man so good no, I'm getting starving I know I mean we've already done this for an hour and a half or an hour and five so if we want to, well, I think it's a good time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go eat. Yep. <laughs> Apparently we just, is like the music and food podcast, everybody. So I love it. <laughs> two, two of our favorite things. Yep. All right, everyone. This was a fun one. Yeah. Peace. I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening, and please enjoy the show. You just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode.